0: Capes and prepare to take flight because today we're shining a spotlight on one of the most iconic superhero sequels of all time, Superman 2. This 1980 blockbuster is where we witness the Man of Steel Superman grapple with his destiny, his love for Lois Lane, and the ultimate battle for Earth. It's a roller coaster ride of action, drama, and unforgettable moments that continue to captivate audiences to this day looks like a job for superman so without further ado let's unlock the phone booth change into our super suits and transport ourselves to the world of metropolis it's time for superman 2 up Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast Retro Life for you. My name is Chris Adams, host of the show, and sitting alongside of us this week, completely over his fever and his shakes and his cold and his yes. his flu, pneumonia, bronchitis slash COVID, and whatever else he had last week. Mm-hmm. Yep, Mr. all them things. All them things, Mister Mister Travis Rollins. Travis, uh, what's happening? Hey hey, welcome back to the show where we do the best in 80s movies, man. I love well, it. Thank welcome you for back. back. I mean back. I
1: hate that, uh, I hate that I was out last week. Uh being a second shifter, it's hard for me to make them early shows sometimes.
0: And you know, I mean, we're talking like an hour earlier than normal. I think I mean, that's, um that's true, that's true. I I I think you have zero excuses, man. Zero.
1: Maybe, maybe. Zero. Zero. It, what it was, was a, it, I only get up for Mary Kay, Mary Catherine Stewart, and uh, Lori.
0: Is oh, that it? That's it. Just. <laughs> well, well, what about Catherine Mary Stewart? Do you get up early for her?
1: Catherine Ma- uh, did I say Mary Catherine Stewart? <laughs> you
0: did.
1: <laughs> She's never coming back now.
0: I, 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 she might be out there. Love that.
1: Lance will love that, though.
0: uh, (laughs) Mary Catherine Stewart might be out there with Michael Dukakis somewhere. I don't know. She might be, for sure. It's quite the possibility. For those who don't get the run-in joke, just hit a few episodes back. It's in practically every episode you hear. it. Nearly, for sure.
1: And uh, we always shout out love to our our celebrity guests and, and, and even ones behind the scenes that we've had who have been kind enough to come on and chat with us, so... Yes. yes, yes. There, uh, I just want to say one thing about tonight's show, by the way. Yes. Skibbity bop to Christopher Reeve, Sonny Bono, skis, horses, and hitting some trees. Do you remember what I- <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> My that Lord. Was,
1: that was back when Eminem was first starting to make everybody mad.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, and he continues to do so today, I believe. He tries. It's not quite as often.
1: Yeah, White nobody
0: takes awesome. him seriously anymore. They're like, "Oh, Eminem." Uh. Uh, yeah. So we uh, are going to do Superman this week. Oh uh, not yeah. just not just Superman, but Superman two, because two. Uh, that falls in the nineteen eighties, unlike the first one. First one was nineteen seventy eight, and it falls
1: in the nineteen
0: eighty. Well, you know. And I brought up to Travis earlier. I wondered, did they? Film these two movies like back to back or very closely because some of the mm-hmm. scenes in the first one are relevant to the second one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, I know least, they would not
1: they at least had plans of doing a trilogy or at least a second one or something.
0: You know, I don't remember if there was ever plans for a second one to begin with for sure. I don't yeah. know that. I would think so since they started off with that thing. The very beginning of the first movie starts off where they're given the trial to mm-hmm. Zod. And uh, the other two with him, which are um, so okay. Well, let me
1: ask you this then: In the first movie, when
0: they gave the trial to Zod, uh, was
1: that Chancellor Valorum or John Turnst- uh, Turnstile that was playing Zod in the first movie?
0: In the first movie, it was Terrence Stamp.
1: Yeah, John Turnstile or Chancellor Valorum?
0: Uh, oh, yeah, Chan- he Dip, Chancellor Valorum, Star Wars. You're right, it <laughs> was, <that> was him. <laughs> I completely forgot about that being him.
1: Yeah. I and, love Mr. Uh, John turnstile.
0: Uh Tunstall, I think you mean.
1: Tunstall, That's why yeah. I'm still doing it. It's just we're gonna do that tonight.
0: It's gonna be Christopher Reeve. Got <laughs> the right name for there at least. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was calling oh, Gene Hack.
0: Gene Is Hack. There. Gene yeah. Hack's in there.
1: Bed Nate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hack Jellerhand played Non. O'Jallarhan. <laughs> so Marget. Non, and, so Marget. we got so back to what we were earlier. There, the, the very the very beginning of the first one, they're doing the trial for Zod and Non and Ursa. Mm-hmm. They're doing the, the the trial on them. Mm-hmm. They're being sentenced to the Phantom Zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course that's where the origin. Of, the whole first movie is the origin of Superman. Basically, it's Clark Kent, the young, the baby, the teenager, into the man, and everything from there. So, yes. uh. They kind of uh, coincide with each other for the fact of Zod. Zod ties the two together, I believe. Because in the second one is when Zod, Nan, and Ursa come back. Whenever the planet of Krypton is destroyed and blows up, basically, uh, something hits the... Uh, what, what do you want to call that? A mirror of some sort? They're trapped inside in the Phantom Zone?
1: Yeah, it's. I would say. <clears throat> it's it, it's kind of like how you saw on... Um... Kind of like the mirror dimension in, in, in Doctor Strange. It looked like. right because right. that's what it looked like. It looked like it was a planar, yeah, like a like a piece of sheet of glass or a mirror or something.
0: Yeah, and they're just stuck in it as it's it turns over space. and over, flipping through space. And it sends them on a different trajectory when it hits that piece of the planet that had been destroyed. Mm-hmm. It sends them going toward Earth. So later on, when here, jump fast forward to Superman 2, where we're at now, the glass thing going through space i believe it crashes into a satellite uh, and it uh, frees them it was i believe it was a, I I it was a so. satellite so it frees them and they they end up on the moon of all places where we have people at at the time yeah and uh, they end up you know getting in with them and then making their way to earth um people are already used to people kind of like them because superman clark you know clark kent has been there for i don't know how long at this point but they're used to seeing Superman and what all he can do. And now there's like three baddies just like Superman invading their planet.
1: Okay. I I got you. I got you. I'm sorry to interrupt. That's why I was making all these weird faces.
0: (laughs) Oh, I just thought to me, it's normal. So people can't see it. I can.
1: (laughs) I know. Right. I'm like, yeah. So in 1977, it was decided by that we're pulling this off of the intranet Uh, in 1977. Uh, producers Alexander and Ilyas Salkind, I've been messing up names already, I ain't even going to try, that they would film both Superman and its sequel simultaneously with principal photography beginning in March 1977 and ending in October 78. Tensions rose between the original director, Richard Donner, and the producers uh, in which a decision was made to stop filming the sequel. Uh, 75% of that had already been completed And they finished the first film. So following the release of Superman, Donner was was controversially fired and replaced by Lester. Uh, Several members of the cast and crew declined to return because of that. uh, To be officially credited as the director, Lester reshot most of the film uh, in which principal photography resumed in September 1979 and ended in March 1980. So, yeah, they were doing them at the same exact time to begin with.
0: Was it Gene Hackman one of them that that wouldn't return?
1: May have been. I I don't have that particular information right in front of me. I'm just, it's crazy to me that Brock Lester could, like, be a, a, you know, at that age, direct a movie, and then go on to finish college and win the WWE
0: Championship. I'm pretty sure you got a name mixed up there somewhere. (laughs) I, I feel pretty safe in saying that. Brock i'm not even lester. Sure. i'm not even sure is that the actual name brock lester no no it's just, it
1: just says lester i just, it just figured i'd lester. pronounce it. Okay. i mispronounce brock's last name for fun you're
0: talking about richard lester i see director richard lester yes this movie when it was the first time i know you obviously did not see it in the theater when is the first time you saw this movie
1: oh lord um <clears throat> Man, I don't even know. I just grew. I'm, I just grew up watching this, and like when it came on TV, I can't even tell you the first time I saw. Anytime it was on TV, I was watching it. So, I guess you know when I first start remembering it, it'd be the late '80s. You know, because I'm I'm a '80s. I was born in 1980, so you can count my age. Like in '85, I was five. Mm-hmm. So you know, probably '87, '88. You know, it was already.
0: I'm just thinking, with you being a huge comic book fan, that you probably saw it at an early age.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And you see, that's weird too, though. I didn't really get into comics until I was about nine, nine, eight or nine. Yeah. But everybody knows Superman. You grow up with Superman. So I grew up with the, you know the Super Friends and um, seeing them, seeing different people guest spot on Scooby Doo and uh, you know what was it, Hanna Barbera's Amazing Race and stuff like that. Right. So we had the cartoons. I remember, and of course, up- there
0: was other Superman cartoons as well.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just,
0: you know, solo Superman cartoons. They had a series for that.
1: Yeah. Oh, and, and we had already had reruns by the end too. So I was watching the original uh, black and white Superman uh, TV series as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Seen quite a few of those myself when I was younger. This, um, and uh, funny enough, his last name also was either, is it a Reeve or Reeves the,
1: I think his last name is Reeve, and then it's Christopher Reeves. I think it's George Reeve and then Christopher Reeves. It might be Reed. It might be a D.
0: No, it's it's Reeve. It's a V. Okay,
1: yeah. Reeve. Yeah. I do so remember that. I do remember that much. Oh, I'm backwards. It's Christopher Reeve. I pronounced his name right. Man, darn it.
0: Well see. You <laughs> might be on the right path now. We should start the show all over from the beginning again.
1: All uh, right, right. Uh, then it wouldn't be half as entertaining. Entertainment, uh-huh. entertainment. See, I can't even speak.
0: So this movie, I tell so you what we're doing. I tell you home. what we're going to do. Hold on, it, Travis. I had
1: it backwards. I, it's George Reeves uh, in uh-huh. Christopher Reeve. Uh, okay, oh,
0: yeah. um, I'm gonna fix your problem for you. Hold on. Okay, so we got we got Travis muted now. He can't say things wrong or incorrectly. <laughs> now he's looking up, shocked that he's actually actually muted. He doesn't believe it, but he sees it. Hey, let's bring him back in. It's muted. Okay, right so. Let's not do it to you. This movie had a budget of $54 million estimated and it grossed worldwide $108,185,706.
1: And, you know, I see, I saw as well where it said it didn't do as well as the third movie, but I think that the third movie did so well because of Superman 2.
0: Yes, uh, Superman the first was a great movie. Superman 2 was a better movie. I think people were expecting it to progress along and get even better. Plus, at the time, Richard Pryor was pretty big. True. And they brought Richard Pryor into the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, of course, it started going downhill from there. And Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, was just no one cared for it. And they make fun of it to this day. Nuclear Man. Nuclear Man. So he had to face in that one Uh, i believe in part four lex Luthor had taken a strand of superman's hair from something i remember that and used it to get his super abilities into this other thing to create nuclear man i believe Mm -hmm. crazy stuff but the whole thing with zod though uh, zod is a storyline all of its own basically what he was trying to do on krypton and they had basically got him for treason yeah. Him and his little group. And he, he vowed whenever they found him guilty and everything that he would come back, he would make Jor-El kneel to him and anybody that's of his line kneel to him, which we all know is Kal-El, which is Superman.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So now he finds out that he's there on the planet when they get to earth. And he wants to see this Superman they're talking about, you know, and it starts your, I should say, continues your story from there. Uh, He's on his mission, basically, to see the son of Jor-El kneel to him, and follow him, and call him the leader from Krypton. Um, anything in particular about this movie that you didn't like versus the first movie?
1: No, absolutely not. I can remember being younger, and honestly, uh, not not saying Superman the movie was a bad movie by any means, but to me. Uh, you know, especially as a kid, um, all of the story and character building and, and and all of that stuff that went on. And and the first Superman, honestly, it was too much for me as a kid. I felt like the second one was more fun to watch because it got to the action quicker.
0: Yeah. I mean, the first one we had to build up the story, we got to get his, his origin, you know, see how he turned out and how he came to be and everything. So that's, that's normal. But the second one is straight to business, and it does make it more fun of a movie to watch for sure. And the fact he's got somebody equivalent to him, you know, not just like Lex Luthor, who was just like.
1: Yeah, three of them. So it had to show too that he was in pretty good shape because he had three folks, but he grew up with the Yellow Sun too. So they didn't spend so much time in front of it. It just like as soon as it started shining on them. So he should have been a little bit stronger than them.
0: I don't know if it would make him a little bit stronger because he was there with it longer. It's just that the yellow sun makes it enhances them. and makes them that way.
1: See, now, now, if that's the case, then God mod Superman needs to go away. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Do you know know about Superman Prime? See, no. Okay. So Superman Prime in the comics is Superman who uh, lost everything. Everybody got killed. The family, everybody cared for got killed Got murdered or killed somehow. All right. And and he went and roamed space for however many years he roamed space. And he came back and gave, he found out that he had some uh, descendants on Earth. And this is like, I'm talking about like a thousand years later, found out that he had like descendants on Earth. So he gave each, he imparted a, 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 very small portion of his power to his uh, descendants. And then he went to the center of the sun and sat in the center of, he put it, made the center of the sun, our yellow sun, his, his, uh, new, um, fortress of solitude and sat there for 200 years. And now when he comes back, he's, that's why we call him God mod because he's just not like nothing can he's the ultimate power in the universe now. So.
0: And he had a great tan.
1: He did have a great tan. He was gold. Like he looked like nuclear man. He came back looking like nuclear man. So it's really as bad as nuclear man.
0: <laughs> that is bad. dude. That's bad. Um, you know, as far as the, the movie goes and bad things about it, I can't find a bad thing that I, I can say about the movie. Me um, either. I, I think I,
1: Superman 2 is one of the perfect movies of the
0: 80s. especially when you're talking about superhero movies growing up, we didn't get a lot of those during that time frame, Mm -hmm. And that was just the best for us growing up as guys who loved superheroes and everything. You had Superman to fall back on. You had some things on TV like the incredible Hulk TV series or something to do with Spider-Man every now and then, which was very cheesy and not Mm -hmm. well done. The, uh, the old Marvel stuff they did on television was just awful.
1: Terrible. (laughs) terrible i, mean, I just I wouldn't it. i don't know where it came from but i can remember as a kid seeing that very first spider-man movie mm-hmm. and it, w- it was so terrible
0: so i don't know if you remember this or not there was a show on public um broadcast systems from pbs where they they had the show called the electric company mm-hmm. and the electric company had spider-man skits in it ah and it would be like that spider-man from the movies you would see in the spider-man tv series they made Mm-hmm. It's just like that. Ah, yeah, it's terrible. So it, it was not. I don't know if that we spawned, tried. if the TV series spawned from that or they followed from the TV series to make skits the, on their show. But the either best, way it goes, it was not good.
1: We had, the best thing we had in the 80s for comic books was The Incredible Hulk.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that for Lou sure. For Rigna. Did you know in a 2004 interview, Margot Kidder claimed that Richard Donner? shot enough scenes to make his own cut of the film and that the unused footage was somewhere in a vault she said a website say,
1: there's actually a richard donner cut
0: yeah a, a website started a petition for warner brothers to allow this to allow and sponsor donner's cut of the movie and the footage was reedited into superman 2 the donner cut
1: yeah yeah i haven't seen it though but i know it's out there
0: yeah that's, that's kind of
1: like kind of like letting uh, Zach go back and do Justice League like he wanted to to begin with. And right. he still didn't get everything that he wanted into it then either. Right. And it was such a superior movie.
0: And, you know, I asked you the question, was Gene Hackman one of the people that didn't want to turn? So Gene Hackman did not return to do reshoots for the second film. All of his scenes were originally filmed by Richard Donner. Other okay. scenes shot by the new director that required Hackman to use a lookalike and a voice impersonator to add any lines needed.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Chris, you know what? i tell you what. We say this is the best Superman 2, and apparently it's on good word from somebody else who should know because Christopher Reeve felt this was the best film of the franchise as well. There we go. So, hey. It's Superman himself. That's right. If, super, if Superman himself says Superman 2 is the best, we, who are we to argue? I'm with it. 100%.
1: We're
0: not going to go too far into the story or anything like that because we don't want to give away a lot. We want people to watch this movie and enjoy it. You got the basis. You get the gist of what it's about and everything. You got Zod coming back to seek his revenge of sorts and wow. rule this new world that he's found. And That's all you really need to know about it. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, without going, just, just go watch the movie. Guarantee you, you're going to love it. Great. Christopher Reeve was probably the best Superman of all the ones we've had. I feel like I know a lot of people like Henry Cavill and they're partial to him because of today's age and everything. And I get it. And I guess I'm probably more partial to Christopher Reeve because that's my youth.
1: Well, I think but, I think that I think there's a couple of things there. Um, Henry Cavill is far, far too good looking to be a nerd with a glasses on. You know what I mean? Like that dude puts on a suit and some glasses, you not believing that he's getting bullied. He's and he's jacked. He's not getting bullied around and women not paying him attention. And he doesn't feel he, his Clark, his Superman is perfect. His Superman is absolutely perfect. Right. But his Clark Kent's not so good. Christopher Reeve, man, yeah, this just not. I, yeah, I'm with you on that. I really do think that he did both sides really, really well. Um, he was he wasn't bulky, but he was fit, you know. And that's one of the reasons that I like the the Superman remake when they finally did do one was that guy. The guy I forget his name, but um, the guy that they got to play Superman actually resembled Christopher Reeve a little bit. Really. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'll, I'll look it up. I can't remember.
0: I'll tell you what, you look it up. I'm going to bring this one yeah. point up here, Roy, you, while you're looking that up. I know you remember at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. where the three people are at the Fortress of Solitude, where mm-hmm. they're, you know, basically there to finish out the stuff with Superman. Uh, during that confrontation, there's a scene where Margot Kidder punches Ursa. I'm... <laughs> I I can just see this. I mean, I'm sorry. That's why I'm kind of laughing a little bit. But uh, during one of the during one take of the shot in which Lois punches Ursa, Margot Kidder accidentally punched Sarah Douglas and knocked her unconscious. (laughs) That's crazy.
1: (laughs) They get that on film.
0: I don't know if it's like a blooper. That's a blooper cut or not. I wonder. I don't know, though. Maybe it's part of the stuff like the whole Donner cut thing. Maybe there's some bloopers involved with it, or I don't know. We'll have to look into it and see.
1: Let's see if I can get the right one here. Uh boop. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna screen share this to the to the cast right now. His name is Brandon Ruth, and it's Superman Returns from two thousand
0: and six. Oh, no, you're talking about him. Okay, he's the one also who plays in the Arrowverse versus Adam.
1: Oh, okay,
0: yeah. On Green Arrow. He was Ray Palmer. Really? And Legends of Tomorrow and Adam. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's him. I didn't realize Also, in the last crossover that they had in the Arrowverse, where all the shows came together, um, they had multiple Mm -hmm. different worlds come out, you know, like the multiverse, and... Brandon Routh or Ruth or however you say his name, he got to play his version of Superman in that series as well as being Adam. no
1: way. That's so cool. I really enjoyed that one. A lot of people, that's the way it went, though. People either loved it or hated it.
0: The guy on TV they have for him right now is not that bad playing Superman.
1: Oh, the new show, dude, I love that guy. Uh, He was in the Teen Wolf series. He was like the big brother character in the Teen Wolf series. Yeah, Where they redid Teen Wolf for uh, I think it's MTV did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually really good too.
0: I know what you're talking about. My daughter watches it.
1: I'll be honest with you, man. I think my my absolute favorite Superman of every iteration of Superman is going to have to be Smallville.
0: Okay, but you know what? That was different. We're getting Superboy basically at that point. We're seeing Clark Kent as a teenager, yeah, in growing into an adult learning you know, more about his powers along the way he's got until he finally just, yeah, I you can know, see the suit comes out at the very end. I wish we could have seen more of the suit, though.
1: Yeah. I will concede that then. Yeah. I guess that could be like a suit, but he's still Superman because he wasn't Superboy and then became All right.
0: Superman. No, I mean, he, he sees Superman regardless how you I look like at it. I like young
1: Superman best, I guess is what I'm supposed to, what I should say.
0: And and that, that's what I'm getting at. We're just seeing a, a younger Superman, a younger version of Superman, but we're also seeing True. him through his high school years. Right. So he's he's growing into the and into the powers and trying to learn how to control things, I guess, and not use them as much, or it'd be as obvious with it, or I don't know. I mean, it's like I remember watching it, and he's his father was always trying to warn him not to use his powers around people to get caught. You know, he'd be real fast, and you wouldn't see him do something. But how would you explain how that just happened, right?
1: Yeah, Bo Duke.
0: That's right,
1: John Schneider, Bo Duke. That's so cool.
0: You know there was an, you know there was an episode of Smallville uh, there in the later seasons where Tom Wolpatt, uh guest starred as his uncle. Oh, really? Yeah. So you had that's Snyder so and Wolpat cool. together, and they're yeah, riding I down think... the road in the car talking about cars and stuff. And I'm just that's like, that's so good. It would be great if a General Lee passed by them or something. No doubt.
1: I kind of fell off of Smallville when they first started doing the. Um, it seemed like they were kind of assembling the Justice League. You had um, the guy that was obviously going to be Aquaman, which Jack Reacher, Young, right, um, and I think he did the race with the Flash, and then that was that was pretty much. I started kind of falling off of it there.
0: So they brought in um, the, the 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 guy was the Flash. He was a uh, Barry Allen or Bart Allen. He had so many different yeah. uh, IDs you couldn't tell which one he's supposed to be for sure. And I forget if they settled on Barry or Bart. Yeah. You had Aquaman, you had Green uh the Green Arrow, so you had Oliver Queen. Uh they even had an episode where they had Zan and Jaina, the Wonder Twins. Oh really? Yes.
1: Oh. That, uh there really was a that.
0: there was a guy that played also who did an episode with Cyborg. Oh, okay, yeah. Couldn't think of his name. Cyborg. How many was a part
1: seasons were there? Ten. There were ten seasons. Lord of mercy. Yeah, I guess was- I fell off. I guess I quit around the seventh season.
0: Oh, I, I've seen the whole. I've seen the series all the way through twice. It's great.
1: Yeah, I. I so he. Um, I think it was the season after uh, Lana, not Lana, uh, Lois. It was, I think it was the season season after Lois. They had already went to Metropolis and was everybody was working in in the, at the newspapers. Yeah. That was that was the season I think so, I fell off on.
0: So now Lana was the first one, though. She was there first, right? And then Lois Lane came in a lot later. Right. Yeah. Now, back to what I meant. We we were talking about this earlier. The actors and actresses who did not return back for Richard Lester, Gene Hackman, Ned Beatty, Valerie Perrine, which was Luther, uh, Otis, and uh, Tess Mocker. Mm -hmm. and E.G. Marshall that played the president. They were the only actors not to participate in the film's reshoots under the direction of Richard Lester.
1: I would say the only takeaway, well, I don't mean takeaway, but I think the only thing that would have been detrimental to the movie would have been Gene in that case. I mean,
0: true. Yeah. Well, because of the character and everything and his star power too and all that good stuff. So, I mean, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, okay.
1: So, so we were talking about who our favorite Superman is. Who is our favorite Lex Luthor? Oh
0: man, Michael, I, Rosen,
1: Michael Rosenbaum out of the out of the running because I'm going to have to go back to Smallville for that. So him out of the running.
0: Okay. So if we're taking him out of the running, we're going just on Lex Luthor's from the other stuff from Gene Hackman. Own up. Sure. Man. I never really liked Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor to begin with, because he didn't really portray Lex Luthor as he should have been.
1: Right. You know who I loved? I'll tell you mine. Who that? Spacey. Yeah. Kevin Spacey.
0: Yeah, he did a good job. He did. Um, I didn't care for the one, um, two and a half men. What's his name? I think it was him.
1: I don't remember his name.
0: Either. <laughs> 80s people are looking at us going, how do you not remember Ducky's name? Anyway, I didn't really care for his in the Arrowverse stuff. I didn't really like his too much. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I didn't like the way they did the whole Superman bit throughout that whole time. The guy that plays Superman does a pretty good job of it, uh-huh. but I'm not a, a fan of how they did the whole Superman bit when they brought him in, and with Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor and everything else. Um, But so, ke- well, yeah, Kevin Markham. Spacey did pretty good. But you know what, though? The guy... That played the role of Lex in Batman versus Superman didn't oh, do bad either. Dude,
1: that was uh
0: oh. oh Jesse, Jesse Jesse something.
1: Yeah, 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 I know him. You know what? Actually I would almost, I would almost change my pick to him. I forgot about him.
0: Yeah.
1: But so we're in agreement Michael Rosenbaum was the best Lex Luthor.
0: I, I like Michael Rosenbaum because I mean he was more of a true Lex Luthor, he, you know, if there was he was you completely, you know, shaved head, mm-hmm. embraced it basically, went okay. with it. I, I always thought he was best at it. Now, hey, I, he I wanted
1: this. I wanted this. Do you know anybody who might have like a toy or something from Superman 2? like an original, like an OG '80s toy? And
0: uh, other than you, yeah, you know, I don't off the top of my head i know somebody who might have some memorabilia possibly but if he's got a toy i don't know i'd have to talk to him like, about like it maybe but if you box. like but huh
1: like maybe a lunchbox or something probably
0: it, it, it could have a lunchbox i'd have to ask him to be sure but in the meantime you know while i'm thinking about what he may or may have may or may not have i'll just go ahead and like you know play his clip that i have here yeah
1: that you way get- i don't know where to go to find him so
0: and what better person to uh bring on here than uh mr tim hey everybody i hope you're enjoying the show today but bear with me just one moment while i get a quick word in from a good friend of the show of ours tim at 80s flicks flashbacks
1: life moves pretty fast If you don't stop and listen to an 80s flick flashback podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Do you love movies of a certain age? Do you miss the days of VHS tapes, VCRs, and the video rental stores? Does the thought of another 80s movie being remade seem inconceivable? My name is Tim Williams. I'm the creator and host of the 80s flick flashback podcast. On each episode, I'm joined by guest co-host to discuss one of the many movies released in the 1980s. We share our first-time watch memories, our favorite scenes, and even learn some behind-the-scenes stories about the cast and crew along the way. New episodes are released every other Friday on your favorite podcasting platform. So make like a tree, get out of here, and go listen to an excellent episode of the '80s Flip Flashback Podcast. The ad is over. Go home.
0: Go. Bow <laughs> bow. <laughs> Good old Tim. I was just on him show Tim. recently. For those who may or may not know, uh, we did a Last Starfighter episode, which is right down my alley, of course, no doubt. Love me some Last Starfighter. If you haven't checked that out yet, make sure that you do. Eighties flicks, flashbacks. Anywhere you get uh, your podcast, where you get us at, you'll catch him out there too. So check it out. It was a fun episode yeah. to do. Uh, you know, we we were talking about toys or collectibles, Travis. How about yourself? Any uh, current things you've got in the collection of Superman, or uh, were there any favorite toys when you were younger that were Superman related?
1: Nope, Marvel all the
0: way. Marvel <laughs> all the way, man. How about that? The now, only I've thing, got a
1: Superman. I've got a Superman T-shirt, and I do have. Um, well, I got something sitting right beside me. Batman. I mean, well, Superman was a nerd, so I've got a nerd. I've, I've always been, I was, if I, I make fun of him now, cause every Batman movie is just bag I'm saying it's like, okay, by now, if you don't know Batman's backstory, don't watch the movie. Just like right. everybody knows. But anyway, no, I've, um, yeah, I've had Batman memorabilia. Um, this, what I just showed on the screen for everyone who doesn't know is an original, uh, I'm looking for a date. I don't see a date, uh, but it's an original AMT Batmobile, um, model kit and i had this exact one when i was a kid and my dad used to be really into doing nascar models and stuff and uh i just happened to see this one on a shelf at a hobby store and i could not leave it there i had to bring it home because mine got broke or lost or somewhere something during a move one time yeah so this was a this was pretty awesome for me to be able to pick up still sealed in the box
0: definitely a nice draw, nice find I think the only yeah. thing I had you know, when I was younger, I, you know, I, I may have had a lunchbox with Superman only to think about it, but I mean, I did have a couple of Superman figures and I think maybe a Batman was thrown in there. They kind of resembled the uh, super friends type look.
1: Yeah, and at my age, honestly, I had, I think I was more truly, you know, Michael Keaton's Batman was so huge. And then, um, you know, Ninja Turtles and Transformers, G.I. Joe, stuff like that. I was really more into than comic books at that point in time.
0: And, you know, it's funny. I I, I grew up a D.C. guy because of Super Friends. Mm -hmm. Super Friends was my show when I was young, you know, especially Challenge of the Super Friends. where They brought in all the extras, you know, that you didn't see. Only everyday basis. Like you didn't have the Flash every day. You didn't have Black Vulcan or Apache Chief or Samurai or. Yeah. Uh, it makes Lantern. me so
1: sad the way that DC, the DC studios are going now too, because when I watched Black Adam, uh, I thought it was excellent. I love yeah. the way that The Rock did the, you know, anti hero and the way that they did Hawkman. I thought Hawkman was done. I was like, I was worried, like, how are you going to bring Hawkman? Okay to the screen look, without being silly.
0: Look in in the cartoons. Who were some of the weakest looking superheroes on Super Friends? Yeah, Hawkman I mean, Hawk and Hawk Girl.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: What purpose did they serve? You wonder. They just flew around with their little wings on them and stuff. Right. But he looked he looked like a beast in this movie, though.
1: No doubt he he did great. Like he, it was good. It was really good.
0: Yeah. So I I don't know.
1: Um, but I remember a lot of people were about Superman. I think Superman more, I think with the with the toys and stuff, I think it was more people did apparel. Like everybody has Superman hats, a Superman chain, Superman tattoos. like
0: Underoos.
1: Yeah. Underoos, baby. Heck yeah. Shoes, socks, everything. I feel like he was, I don't know. Maybe he was, I don't, yeah. I don't really even remember seeing a bunch of Superman toys. You, you
0: know? Hey, You know what? throw your Superman underoos on, put on some red boots and tie whatever you want on. You wears a cape. Right. (laughs) And that's all you need right there. That's it. It was that you were Superman all day long.
1: He's definitely a part of our pop culture. Like it's so ingrained, such a part of culture as a whole you know what i mean yeah. did you get I'm, excited when you were a kid when these movies so so did you guys see them in the movies and how excited were you how old were you when they were oh young?
0: gosh uh the first no, uh, the superman and superman 2 i saw both on vhs well actually the first superman i saw on a video disc player and superman 2 i saw on a <gasps> vhs i believe
1: what the laser disc the old one that was like as big as the record
0: yeah, where well you had to put the thing in and you pull it back out. Then you, know, you yeah. want to watch it, then you had at one point it stopped and you had to push it back in, bring it out, flip it over, put it back in, and pull it out for the second half of the movie.
1: Yeah, heck yeah, yeah. the least Yeah,
0: I, I watched them. Watched them on those. That's awesome.
1: Um, oh, it was. That was big time back then. God Almighty, that was like one of those was probably a couple thousand dollars to buy one. Wasn't it a player?
0: Oh, gosh, they were. Well, we didn't have. We of course we didn't own one. We rented them. Um, oh, same really? thing. Yes, yeah, so you you could rent those in stores. We had a little mom and pop store in uh, Waverly, Tennessee, where I was growing up at that time, and you could rent the video disc players, and the discs were so much a piece. And then later on, they they upgraded to VCRs, and we would rent the VCRs and the tapes.
1: So the disc came before the VCR. Yeah i did not know that see we we got the
0: oh so you're thinking laser discs now there was laser discs later on after but you know after vhs before dvd there was laser discs
1: right and they were like as big as a record
0: yes but back in the day when you get i'll tell you what when we get done with this show i'm gonna show you something all right you can get okay. out of it so um but yeah while uh we're getting close to time we're we're trying to you know I don't think we've ever made it publicly known, or you know, and yet when we're doing the shows, but we're cutting our shows back to like forty-five minutes per episode if we can, right? And trying to stick with that, um, as well as a new format where we're just doing '80s movies only from this point forward. Hmm. Um, so we're trying to stick as good as we can to these things. So we're going to stay true to it. Uh, before we go tonight, what is your favorite part of Superman 2? What was your do you have a favorite scene from the movie? And don't you dare take mine. <laughs>
1: when when they were beating him down and then he punched the beard the dude with the beard i guess that's non. yeah didn't know what what at one point i could be i could be making this up in my child mind but didn't know at one part like where he punched him and he flew like he went completely like to outer space or something
0: uh i don't think he went that far i think he punched him into like a billboard sign or something
1: maybe that's what it was i might be getting all them. the first time
0: they were facing man, off with each other yeah and he was yeah. like
1: Cause that guy looked like the Kurgan or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I know you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Kurgan from wrestling. <laughs> yeah. And it, I, I didn't like him. when I was a kid, I just didn't like the way that guy looked. And when he punched him, it made me so happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this will make you even happier. Then uh, my favorite scene is at the end of it, where he tricks them into putting him into the molecule chamber while they're outside of the chamber. And they have Lex Luthor activated, thinking it's going to take all of Superman's powers away, like he'd done before. Yeah. And he reversed it before he got in there. So everybody outside of the chamber lost all their strength and their powers, and he regained and kept his. Oh,
1: yeah. He's
0: a so when he comes out him. and Zod wants him to take his hand, kneel before Zod, kiss the ring and everything. He kneels in front of him then grabs his hand. Then he starts squeezing for all his worth. And the look on Terrence Stamp's face, Was just it, you know, then he picks him up and he just throws him across, you know, the Fortress of Solitude and non tries to fly at him like a dummy with no powers and falls down this abyss of some sort. And that's when Lois Lane turns around and punches Ursa and knocks her out. Literally knocked her out at one point, like (laughs) we said. And you got Gene Hacknipper going, that's brilliant. He was in there safe the whole time while they were out here. He reversed it, and he's he like,
1: reversed
0: it. he's like, there you go, way to think, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because <laughs> he knew he would turn on him. So yeah, that was my favorite thing about the whole the whole movie. That one part right there, the whole scene scenario. It's great when they're fighting on you know, their face, not the first time. That's great. You know, he lost. His, he's gotten rid of his powers before these people get there. I guess so he can be with, what would be with Lois, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then realizes he has to get him back. So he goes in and gets his power back and comes back and he tells Zod it says outside the window hovering in the air. Excuse me, General, would you like to step outside?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I you know what? I, I might maybe I like when the truck driver was sexually harassing Lois and and uh and then he Clark just let him beat him up. Cause it's like, man, like Clark's it's I, superman
0: see i don't think he didn't let him beat him up he he gotten rid of his powers at that point he had no powers he was he was, Is that what it was? beat up Is that, yeah was he was during
1: that point i thought it yes. was recovered that he was superman
0: no no no, no. he got he, his, actually, it, he, he got, got, his, got he got beat up. up for the first time he actually felt for the first that's, time what that's it was not, like that's was what human. it was
1: cuz when he went did, when he went back didn't he, <laughs> didn't he have
0: some, yeah he, he, he went did. right back to the same bar again to the diner and tells the guy I say excuse me i think you're sitting in my seat yeah so, so after he beats him up bad and does all this unbelievable stuff he looks over at the lady behind the counter and he looks at her and he goes oh working out does wonders <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know,
0: i believe this will cover your damages heck yeah that's uh, so yeah. good superman 2 one of the you know best movies of my childhood 80s i think when it comes to superheroes for sure so no doubt. Glad, glad we got to talk about this one tonight. Hey. Uh, but, but hey, uh, make sure you check out Superman 1 as well. I mean, that gives the backstory with Christopher Reeve playing the character mm-hmm. of, of, you know, later on as Clark Kent. And you get to learn a little bit about uh, the, the way that, that they filmed for Superman, all the good things he had done, and how he saves the world from Lex Luthor. And if,
1: if you really want to be a good cinemaphile, then you need to watch. All of the Superman movies in order, order, yeah, like from the order that was made. Like you got to start it, start back there in nineteen seventy eight, and watch all of those, and then keep on going to Superman Returns, and just and it all makes the, it makes all the stories better. Even though they have General Zod in the newer movie, you know what I am saying? Like it just for me, I think knowing all of those movies I, or having seen those movies it makes the new ones better because it's like, oh
0: yeah, actually, they had Zod in one of the newer movies. That's what I'm saying.
1: That's what I'm talking about.
0: I thought you said they didn't have Zod.
1: No, I meant with them. Even I said what I was trying to say anyway was even with them having Zod, some of the same storylines going on. Yeah. You know, it makes it. I I feel like having seen the older ones enhances the new stuff.
0: I almost feel like the Henry Cavill Supermans were reboots, not not carrying forward.
1: Nearly, yeah. No doubt. Because you got.
0: The terraforming yeah, thing
1: was straight out of the comic books
0: too. Yeah. So, well, um, we're at that mark right at 45 minutes. Uh, make sure that you are following the show and checking us out on social media. Um, if you're one of the people who are following us on Facebook right now, thank you so much. That page is blown up. I can't believe it. I uh, yeah. went from having about 650, 700 people on there at one point And Within a month, it's like it's sixteen hundred, almost seventeen hundred people now. It's crazy how it's blowing up over there. So, hey, if you're if you're following us on Facebook, make sure you slide over to Instagram and put a follow on there as well. Uh, you probably see most of the same stuff. I think I think Instagram bleeds over to Facebook anyway. But just to say you're doing it is great. I mean, yeah.
1: absolutely.
0: I mean, what's more better than double the retro life for you? Fine. One at each place. You might one day you may not want to be on Facebook, but you want to be on Instagram. And you're not going to miss a beat. See? There that's, how, that's how you justify it right there. That's how you do it. I love it. That's how you do it. Uh smart life the number four the letter U.com. That's where you'll find us online. You can listen to the podcast there if you want to. Sign up for the newsletter. Uh you know, to get uh, your little monthly fix of what we've done and what we might have coming out. Uh, if you go to buy me a coffee dot com slash retro life for you i believe it is uh you'll see where we put out blogs for each episode that we do and you can buy us a coffee for the show which is a way of supporting the show if you want to help us and uh you know making some better future episodes and everything maybe getting some people in here to talk to so yeah. that being said uh travis is a uh, anything you got to in the yeah. show with this week Just one, just one little piece of information people
1: might not know about the real tension between Batman and Superman. Why, why there's so much between them, you know, Uh because Superman got adopted.